Auga. I like that. We should start every episode with Auga. What's going on, guys? Auga, yeah. It's Barstool Sports. Auga. <laughs> no, no. It, it is not Barstool, Barstool Sports. It is the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. That's Johnny, right. Johnny, how are you doing? Program so good that most radio stations would put it on the radio. But when it's too good, you just got to put it on a podcast. Exactly. Which, the best. which now the podcast is on Spotify. Wherever you find those podcast things, mm-hmm. you can find us. And a big thank you to our to our sponsor, Nugenics, yeah. <laughs> where Frank Thomas will try to hump your wife. It's Nugenics, <laughs> and she'll like it, too. <laughs> those commercials kill me whenever whenever that line comes up and she'll like it too there's always that like she has a sheep is like oh we're talking about sex Ooh, i'm gonna have sex with you it's like hey frank thomas oh, God. back off my lady Jeez, what the heck i know you're the big hurt but i don't want you putting the big we're, hurt we're hurt. fine there Good you're right. Leave, right yeah your neugenics is all, all of a sudden frank thomas you take one pill and frank thomas is in bed next to you hey What's going on? Hey, man, I just want to swing a golf club without my back going out. That's all I want. I don't want she like it, too. So, yes, thank you to our sponsor, Nugenics. <laughs> we begin with uh, a Reddit, Am I the A-hole? We're going to have a couple of stories here about dating. Okay. All right. This one begins, uh, this female, 27, goes out on a date with this 30-year-old dude. She goes, it was our first and last date. I didn't know him really well, and we only knew each other through friends. Uh, We were set up by one of them, and we talked a bit before deciding to go out. And she goes, he seemed normal. So we go to a cafe, she says. Now, we had only gotten there, just sat down, when he got a call. Now, I assume this comes from overseas, but he gets a call from his mom. Okay. It says, all right. She goes, no big deal. Took the call in front of me, so I had no other option to hear what he was talking about. He told his mom that we arrived, and it's all fine. I thought, okay, maybe he was anxious or something or his mom was wishing him luck. We got to talking, and within a half hour, his mom called again. Wow. Okay. He picked it up and then gave her an update of everything we had talked about in the last 30 minutes. (laughs) What? She goes, it weirded me out. Yeah. But then she proceeded to call him three more times within two hours. Son of a gun. And he would recap everything we had talked about right in front of me and then go back to conversation as if nothing happened. She goes, at some point I commented about his mom's constant calling and he said, yeah, I'm a mama's boy. It weirded me out. So I cut our date short and turned down his idea for dinner. When I got home, I messaged him that I had a good time, but I couldn't see a future with him as our personalities were poles apart. He responded with an okay, best of luck. Obviously, the friend who had set us up asked me about the date, and I told her about his mom calling every half hour. I also told my friends about the date, which which you you, you encounter someone who gets five calls from their mom within two hours and recants everything to his mom in front of the date about what just transpired. That's that's a date horror story that you share with people. Exactly. You're going to have to. Well, she goes on to say, and this is where the am I the a-hole comes in. Now, apparently, he asked out another girl, and she turned him down. (laughs) He found out that people knew about the situation. Mm -hmm. He sent me a text calling me some nice words and saying that it was a private information, and I shouldn't have told people about it. He also called me a racist, which doesn't make sense because we're both of Indian descent. I mean, it wasn't the constant calling that stuck out to me, which it should have. Of course. It was the fact that he would literally recap everything to her in front of me. This severe codependency situation didn't sit right with me at all. 
I do think I may be an a-hole because I told his private business to the world, but also maybe not. Am I the a-hole? Is it private business? He's airing it out in front of everyone, right? He's taking the call in a public setting. Right. And he had to have, you had to have known that if a friend is going to, if a mutual friend is setting you both up, that what transpires in the date will at least be told to that friend. Sure. So I don't the, think this is private at all. No, the privacy goes out the window. If he had said, hey, there's some family stuff going on. I got to take this call. Excuse me for a second and stepped outside. Uh, and even if it happened a couple more times, you go, oh, OK, well, there's something going on. It's like a, that's that's his deal. I'm not I'm not into it. But he's sitting there and saying, and she ordered the quinoa and I had a lemonade and uh, our hands almost touched and uh, we winked at each other. You know, yeah, that's yeah. that's. Someone has to know that, right? I mean, it's it's incumbent upon him now to find a way to not have this happen. Like, yeah. to your point, it's okay to t- – on a first date, if it's an emergency call, you take it, right? And if he were to handle it, to your point, mm-hmm. you said it perfectly. Family emergency, my bad, I'm sorry. Well, why did you repeat it then? I mean, my God, I already, <laughs> I already, I already made the point, Mike. I you already made, the, made perfect, the point. You made the perfect point. <laughs> but to then take the calls over and over yeah. and and to do it in front of her, I don't think I don't think I don't think privacy is an issue no, here. No, because yeah, if if she had said the dude chews with his mouth open and picks his ears, uh, that's fair game too. Correct. When it's it, like, hey, I, I just couldn't take it. The guy, the guy was burping, and uh, and even if it wasn't via friends setting them up, if it was someone you had met on a dating profile, mm-hmm. there's still no privacy in that, right? I mean, because once you're at, on the date, you know inherently, you know why on a date you're going to be judged by the person well, uh, you're on a date with. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen out there, gentlemen, all of you, put down the eugenics for a second. <laughs> Thank you, sponsors. She'll like it, too. Because obviously it's getting you all amped up, and that's not what we're we're looking (laughs) for. No, no, not at all. Is understand when the ladies say, hey, let's go to the restroom. They're talking about stuff. That's what they're doing. They're judging your – when you go out on a date, you're going to be judged. And if one has the other's phone number or, I don't know, they're on Facebook together or something, they're saying stuff. Taking f- it's what women do. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I, it's just. It's just a fact of nature. Women huddle together and go. You would not believe what just the weird <laughs> stuff that happened. Uh, you know. I, I I know this. Yes, exactly. You know that. You know that well. And it's one of those things of, you can't. You can't then say, oh, it's private when you're taking the call in front of her. No, exactly. You in five times in two hours, pump the brakes. Yeah. Like that's something I think that needs to be known. I think they're, they're telling every every everything is being told. He drove up in a beater. His shirt was untucked. His, you know, they're, they're, everything that could be told is being told. The way he cut his meat was like a Viking in front of me. There was yeah. no manners to him. They're uh, gonna know. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, this this is why I sit like a paranoid lunatic anytime I'm around a woman because I know they're ingesting all of this information, processing it, spilling it back out. Every everything, everything. His his eyes didn't blink in synchronization. Something was going on. I think he got hit in the head. I mean, there's just all these kinds of things are going on. Yeah, you're going to have to know that it's going to be spread around. So, in no way is she no. The, in no way is she the a-hole. And the the whole that was a private thing. Well, it's not going to be very private because here's the problem. It's a pattern of behavior because the next date even if even if she wouldn't have said anything, right? Yeah. If she would have said n- not not a thing, the next date he goes on, 
You know it's going to happen again, so the next woman's going to say something. He should be glad he got two hours. That's right. Like, that's <laughs> if you take that's three, like twenty. Yeah, it's like a, an hour forty longer than he should have gotten. Yeah, if you take three calls within the first forty-five minutes of a date, and they're all your mom. Yeah, I'm out. Check, please. Yeah, exactly. See you later. Speaking of check, please. Mm-hmm. That leads us to this next dating situation, and this gentleman turned to Market Watch of all places. To ask about whether what's going on in the dating world is correct. Now, Market Watch, for those who don't know, is a financial website. Yeah. So why you're going to Market Watch for dating tips, I'm not quite sure. It's an offshoot of CBS, I think. Yeah. So this guy goes, I'm a single 38-year-old man living in the Southwest, and I have reached my breaking point. I spend my hard-earned money taking women out for dinner and drinks who I've met on Tinder, only to be ghosted by the second or third date. Is taking women out for coffee on a first date acceptable? And can I just pay for my own? You don't get much change out of $10 at Starbucks these days. I'm tired of just throwing my cash around on other people's social lives. At this point in the game, and it does feel like a game, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of by women who agree to meet me on a date. If they're not serious, then why do they agree to be taken out for dinner? A bottle of wine could cost upwards of $45. I'm a gentleman. I hold the door for women. I stand up when a lady enters the room, and I pick up the check. But I'm spending upwards of $600 a month on dates, and it's eating into my other living expenses. When did men have to pay for everything? When did dating have to be so expensive? Is coffee acceptable, and can I buy my own? God almighty, man. Isn't it? Put in- down the nugenics and let me just have a conversation <laughs> with you here. She'll like it too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you to our sponsors once again. Um, I, I'm an old school dude. Yeah, and I think it's inherent that you at least offer to pay, right? And you don't. Yeah. And if you're that concerned about the amount of money that you're spending, maybe not suggest super expensive places. Or, you know, I don't know, throttle down a little bit. That's a lot of dating. Correct. That's the you other know, thing. I'm starting to think it's him. Right. Yeah, because he I don't can, think, yeah. You're right. He's putting it on women of like, they're just using me for two yeah. or three dates, and then it's a, well, uh, maybe or, it's on you, bro. Yeah, there, there's a reason that they're just not into him. Yeah, maybe because they you're not the most uh, awesome dude around. He doesn't think about that. He's just like, I'm spending $600 a month on dates, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, and and he's and he's clear. He's not saying it out loud, but you can hear it in there. He's setting up a quid pro quo scenario of I'm buying all these dates, but I don't get a third date. What's going on? Yeah, what's happening uh, here? Because we all know what third date means: Nugenics. Right. Um, <laughs> she'll like it too. Please text flaccid penis to <laughs> Nugenics. Their new one is text hard. Have you seen that? <laughs> For a free sample, what God. are you going at, Nugenics? I mean, I know you're our sponsor, and we appreciate you, uh, and she'll like it too. Yes. Um, text Frank Thomas's chest to, <laughs> and text Doug Flutie Hail Mary to <laughs> New. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I think to him to ask is a coffee place acceptable for first date? Yes. Sure. I think that's fine. And buy her a cup of coffee for God's yeah, sake. exactly. Are you that? And, and to be like ten bucks doesn't get you as much as Starbucks anymore. Shut your mouth. Now here's the thing, okay? Since you're asking Market Watch of all places, <laughs> it's going to be the most like clinical dialed down response. And, and I'm not going to give you the full response. I'll give you the the first couple of paragraphs that they bring in because they bring in a u.gov poll. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Here's the response to this jackass. 
Yes, you can go for coffee, and yes, you can buy your own. You don't have to pay for dinner every single time. Chivalry does not have to mean spending $600 a month on merry-go-round dating. Silicon Valley has commodified people's romantic lives, and given the sheer number of singletons meeting, it no longer makes financial sense to always be the one to pay. In this poll carried out by you.gov, more than one-third respondents said they use dating apps so they have something to do. And that is, they have incorporated dates into their social calendar as an activity, like going to the cinema or playing pickleball. More than a quarter respondents said they use apps to have casual sex. Men, 36%, were more likely than women, 14%. <laughs> they, okay, they, they didn't put any thought into this answer. They, no. just, they just did a quick Google search. 20 years ago, you might have gone on one or two or three dates, uh, dinner dates a month with the same person. But today's economic conditions no longer support the old-fashioned notion that men should always pick up the bill for pre-dinner. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there's certainly more and more, and, 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 and women more often are saying, hey, come on, let's split this thing. Let's, let's do that. Yes, and that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you, Mike. I, I'm, I'm picking up the bill. I'm holding the door. Uh, but I'm not doing it with any expectation. That's the problem here with this Jamoke. Here's my whole thing. There's on expectations on this Jamoke of like, if I get to a certain spot, and tr- don't try to guise it as like, I'm chivalrous otherwise. Right. Like, I hold the door, blah, right. blah, blah. It's like, all right, then go the full nine. Don't bemoan it. Yeah, you do it. You do it because it's the right thing to do. Right. My 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 modern up and coming young women daughters. Uh, one of them asked me about that. It's like, what's this deal? Guys feel like they got to pay it all. You know. Uh, and, and I said, look, my whole thing on this is, women have to have babies. I don't ever want to go through that. That sound. It, it's horrific. It's painful. The least I can do is pay for dinner. Thank you. I can hold a door. I, there's nothing else I can do. I can't. I can't do what you do. Let me pay for dinner. And not only <laughs> that's my that's my thing on that. Right. And not it's, a, not, it's not that women are incompetent or correct. they can't pay or they're not. It's like, please let me do this. Because, You've got enough going on. Yes, it's tough <laughs> enough just being a woman in this of world. Of course, it's a, it's the same thing I get into when we like go up to Chicago and me and my wife take out um, our friend, mm-hmm. and she I I I just pay, and she's like, well, what do you do? I'm like. You, you know, it's not that you can't. I know you're a professional. You live in the city. You have a, a fantastic apartment, but you have other expenses, and it's just it's tough being a woman. Can, I, I'm not trying to like yeah. downplay you or anything like that. I just I got nothing to your yeah. point. I got nothing else to offer. Yeah. I, I so just let me pay for the dinner. Just, it's time for men to admit we don't do anything. Correct. We just stand around like lumps. But if you want to have more physical activity, eugenics That's is true. the way to go. <laughs> and also for this gentleman, maybe he may want to go to a place that is a little less expensive for the meals <laughs> because there's a phenomenon going on right now in the world of fast food that I'm still trying to wrap my head around. Well, just uh, yeah, in the last week or so, McDonald's started selling uh, Happy Meals to adult customers. Yes. Um, and they, they have these limited edition toys. Uh, which are weird looking. They have all four eyes on the. It's like grimace with eyes stacked on eyes. Yeah, the commercial is looks like a mistake. The commercial is trippy AF. I mean, it just and so I mean, it's something people have been wanting for a long time. Like, I want adult happy me. Did you not know you could still order a, like you can actually like, do that? They, they don't card you at McDonald's. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't like if you go in there and like. Could you roll down your rear window and make sure there's actually a kid in there? You it, can't have this. Exactly. They don't card you and be like, "Sorry, sir, you're above 12. You could right. order a regular. So you don't need the adult Happy Meal. No. But 
it's a trend, and now people are going bananas over it. And uh, and and congratulations to McDonald's. It's working out well. Everybody wants an adult Happy Meal to the point where their own employees are taking to social media and saying, "This is it's been. Uh, we cannot handle what's going on here. We we've run out of toys. We've run out of boxes. We're telling people we're not going to have any until next Tuesday." And uh, and you would think that it's like we're selling water in the Sahara. <laughs> Yeah, um, people are flocking. And now, on top of that, they made the announcement they're bringing back the Halloween bucket Happy oh. Meal. That's coming out October 18th. McDonald's is getting, they're getting nostalgia, and they're getting the new kids with the mm-hmm. with the Happy Meal as well. So they know what they're doing. And there's this weird social media underbelly that happens. I know this is happening at Starbucks as well, where there's these secret formulas that only people on TikTok know the, about. And then they show up the, on Starbucks and say, I want one of these things. And Starbucks is going, I don't know what that thing is. The poor baristas. Yeah. I feel bad. You know, it's one of those. Th- and I think part of that, the, the, the people that show up in person and try to do it, God bless them for at least showing up in person. Yeah. Because it's much easier if you have the app to put in all that bull crap. And the be- the worst part is those people probably don't tip. It's like, <laughs> I, I want a new aerial frappe that involves this and passion fruit, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay. Just so they can film just their so can, reaction video. Yeah, exactly. They don't even like it. They just film it and then react to it. Speaking of reacting, how would you react to this? You 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 own a cat. You got, I the, do have a cat. Your cat, Oliver. Oliver. Um, house cat or do you allow him out of house from time to time? He, he wouldn't know what to do outside. Okay. He'd well, be dead in a minute. Some people, and I don't know if you experienced this growing up. Some people have that cat that is just becomes it's their cat, but it's mm-hmm. a neighborhood cat. Like my friend Jason Woods growing up had Bagel was the cat. <laughs> and Bagel would just go and do whatever they wanted. And that's the case with this particular cat, who uh Demo is his name, and he's known in the neighborhood as a kleptomaniac. Oh. Like he'll just grab things and then bring it back to his house like Sorry, mine now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pieces of articles of clothing and, and, and everything wow. else or whatever. He's like a magpie. Yeah. So uh, this particular woman, Rachel Masterman, was left horrified after her cat brought home a sex toy, leading to an awkward conversation with her 12-year-old son. <laughs> Rachel Masterman's kleptomania cat, Demo, has become somewhat of a local celebrity for the random things he brings back as gifts for his owners. This four-legged thief has previously dragged home gloves, a watering can, and evil floral tributes from the graveyard behind their home. However, the three-year-old pet recently stepped up his game when he came through the door with what appeared to be anal beads in his mouth. What appeared to be. Yeah, what appeared. You know or you don't know. What else What else are they? Be. Uh, the, the woman says she was left mortified. She realized what the risque items was and uh, faced some awkward questions from her son, who also spotted them. As always, if these belong to you, just inbox me. She put on the, the who is who is stepping up in the neighborhood saying, hey, uh, yeah, by the way, um, Demo took my anal beads. Yeah. Mine. Here. No one admits to that, right? Can you identify them? <laughs> Bright well, pink? Maybe. Purple? I mean, I usually don't see them where they go. I <laughs> uh, don't really pay attention yeah. to what they look like. I just I just know they, they kind of do things for me. I don't think you can admit to that in the neighborhood chat. That those are your anal beats. Those are just those you just you just buy new ones, right? Probably more fun for the cat, though. I bet the cat has a, a good oh, time just, yeah. just batting them around and oh, throwing them in the air and everything. Uh, of course they, yeah, uh, they yeah. enjoyed it. And for people like, ew, Demo, put it in. Cats lick themselves too, so let's not get all grossed yeah. out by it. They eat lizards and frogs and yeah, mice right, and exactly. Things, so. um, speaking of uh, putting things downtown, there. <laughs> 
Um, and we're not talking eugenics. No. Uh, but, but I don't know if they can be a suppository, but, you know, text <laughs> and find out for your free sample. Um Remember uh, about a month or so ago down in St. Louis, I think it was. Yeah, that um, chess tournament. Big chess tournament, and uh, there is this world champion suddenly gets dethroned, and nobody can figure out how this guy beat him. Um, and there were rumors going around that he was cheating. By using vibrations from the anal beads. Yeah, that there the were some control, sort of remote-controlled yeah. anal beads, and somebody was... Okay, let me just ask you this. Who has a friend that is that that they're that close with, or an associate they're that close with? Is like, hey, listen, got this big chess match, got to win. Here's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I need you to be in the room. I need you to get on the app, yes. and I need you to buzz my anal beats. If uh, if I have to do, let me explain the whole thing before you before you ask right, questions. Exactly. Rook to to whatever four is a three anal bead buzz. Uh, Hans Neiman. Okay. 19 years old, uh, faces claims he cheated more than 100 chess matches and used vibrating sex toys in his backside to pick up messages from his coach. After he won his first round U.S. championship match, he was asked about, quote unquote, the elephant in the room. <laughs> I hope it's not elephant. Um, and he said, I think this game sends a message to everyone. This entire thing started with me saying Chet, the chess speaks for itself, and I think this game speaks for itself. So so people have been following because he, he had admitted, yeah, once upon a time I did cheat at chess, but I don't anymore. I'm just really good at chess. Uh, did he admit how he cheated back in the day? I don't know. He just he just admitted, yes, I did cheat, but I've refined my skills now. This article seems to imply that that, that, that was the method he used. The entire time? Yeah. His cheating the entire time was... Does he but really? Does he, does, he he has sworn off the cheating anal beads. <laughs> I was gonna say, does he even like chess? <laughs> is this just a front for Probably some is, other yeah. weird fetish that he has? Of like, well, I, I can't just walk around all day with this going on. But uh, ah, yes, chess. Uh, this week, Chess dot com published an investigation claim that it was likely that he cheated uh, in more than a hundred games. Uh, and so when he was uh, sent abroad to compete at a, at a chess tournament, there's a picture here of him just standing there in a suit, but there's a security guard uh, with some sort of scanning device <laughs> down at his ass. Ass scan. Sorry, sir. We need to, uh, we need to scan your ass. Uh, checking to see if uh, uh, there was anything hidden there uh, before he goes into the tournament. How... When it gets to the he point, he said he was even prepared to play naked to oh prove God, the innocence. No, no, we don't need That's, that. We still wouldn't know, would we? No, we really wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, depending how far up that thing is. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a, this, this, this controversy Kingdom goes had on. To erect him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they listen for like his voice to quiver or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Knight to rook three. Um. So he was, I take he, your bishop. So anyway, it all started with this major upset that happened in the big chess right, yeah. uh, championship. And now people have their eyes on him head to toe wanting to know, all right, is he cheating or is he really just this 19-year-old prodigy? If it gets to the point where you need your ass scanned before you compete, don't you go, okay, maybe I need a new sport? Right. There's no, there's no turning back from that. Like, okay, I'm the ass scan guy now, so... 
Maybe just give it up there, Hans Neiman. Maybe find a different game for you. Who knew chess could get this so uh, so controversial? Yeah, so controversial in uh, that particular area. Something that comes out of that particular area <laughs> was being used as fertilizer. Yeah, uh, and I don't know, like we, you know, animal fertilizer, right? I mean, we know yeah. we know cow manure, but in this particular story, they upped it a notch. So we go to Michigan, um, and. The issue stems from a farm in Michigan uh, that was forced to shut down after the farm admitted um, that untreated human waste was dumped on the land uh, where this farm is who? from a nearby outhouse. Now, so so uh, okay. w- whether they were using it as fertilizer or just dumping it. Was just it, dumped there. Okay, gotcha. Uh, we don't know, because I don't know if I'm willing, I guess we're willing to take stuff that was fertilized by animal manure, right? Like we may know, but it's washed, yeah. you know, our it's vegetables and whatnot and, and yeah. everything else. I don't know if they said on the package, fertilized by human waste, if we'd be as apt to go ahead and be like, mm, this is a juicy tomato. And that's, that's kind of weird when you think about it, right? That, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. part of the nutrients that we're getting when you go slice it's, into a tomato. Is animal poo. Yeah, is some pig waste on there. And we're going, yeah, this is, that's, <laughs> this is delicious. That but makes if, it grow strong and healthy. Exactly. But if we'd be like, yeah, this is Bob's crap yeah. from down the street, we'd be like, ew, gross. <laughs> Frank Thomas took one of his eugenics <laughs> dumps. He put a big hurt on that tomato. <laughs> Nugenics can do anything. Um, <laughs> it really can. It's like CBD. So the owner of the farm, Andy Stutzman, who owns Country Gardens Farm, I need to stop for just a second. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a little too creative with their name because Country Gardens is spelled K-U-N-T-R-Y. What? what? Wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Respell Country Gardens Farm? For again? some reason, they thought, uh, you know, it would, it would garner attention if they got creative with their name. And so Country Gardens spelled K-U-N-T-R-Y. You need an O in there. You can't go You can't go straight when you're spelling country. You can't skip the O. No. The O is very important. They were being, you know, cutesy and down home. That's and, not cutesy and down home. That's uh, someone who rage-filled. Right. That's a word that's only used in, within rage. <laughs> you don't use that word without the O. No, you don't. How do they put that on a billboard? Exactly. And how do you then go, hey... Want to go visit Country Gardens Farms? No, I don't. Am I mad? Are their vegetables angry? I wonder if they have a website and a big logo and everything. I want to see that. Yeah. Um, Um, So, so, what's it, Stutzman? Yeah, so Andy Stutzman of Country Garden Farms uh, was forced to shut down. Uh, The human sewage was only on a small portion of uh, a 5 by 5 area. Uh, It wasn't properly disposed. It didn't get into the field, to be be exact, I'd say about four gallons of product. Uh, No! Product. (laughs) Product. Um, He explained this. You know what? I want you, people listening. Here, besides going to check out the fine product of Nugenics, I want next time after you drop a giant deuce, be like, I think I left four pounds of product left home in that toilet. <laughs> See how people react to you. Uh, he said the sewage wasn't mixed up with other, other fertilizers, utter, um, <laughs> at the farm, but rather the uh, waste containers from an outdoor restroom were just dumped into the field. <laughs> what are you doing? What do you have an out- uh, Continue with Country Garden Farms. Um, 
It was underneath. It was not contacting any fruits or vegetables. Uh, he was told by a soil specialist that the sewage had been uh, had deteriorated, but he decided to be honest with the Michigan Department of Agriculture um, and said, hey, just so you know. And then, you know, and so there's all this and recall. During a routine produ- produce safety inspection, uh, staff identified that Country Gardens was using raw, untreated human waste. <laughs> On the fields where produce was grown for sale in local grocery stores, uh, country <laughs> gardens has since been shut down indefinitely, and Stutzman has been ordered to dispose of his crops. Farm to table to toilet back to farm. <laughs> There's nothing better than country gardens farms. Uh, and so the uh, they had to send out this letter that said, uh, "Dear dear friends, we received a word today that one of the farms we were buying produce from contained uh, has contaminated fields." I, you, you don't couch it like that. You, no, you got to no. come right out. We will no longer be doing business with them, but want to let you know about this immediately. If you purchase zucchini, summer squash, <laughs> tomatoes, or green peppers recently, please throw them out. <laughs> throw them out. Uh, if you recently you although if you recently used the outhouse it came from, congratulations, yeah. you helped grow food. <laughs> we are so sorry to give this news. We hope it won't damage your trust with us. It's always our intention to provide the best quality stuff. Please accept our sincere apologies. And and by the way, you'll never believe how they spell country. Yeah. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> if you're one of those people that brought the country, f- you know some ding-dongs <laughs> bought it just for the name, right? <laughs> you're never going to believe this zucchini. Guess where I got this from? Look at the spelling on this one, bud. Uh, health officials are uncertain uh, how long the farm will be closed. Uh, Forever. Andy Stutzman is is all upset. He says, this has impacted me greatly. It's my livelihood. Um I mean, this was an oversight, uh, but uh, this is not uh, how I normally do. You know, is, he's, he's saying it was a mistake. I'm, it was a mistake. I'm sorry. I was throwing poo around like a crazy chimpanzee. Look for them to change their name to Scroats. Oh, yeah. Sometime soon. Yikes. Country Gardens. <laughs> You've got to have the O. Anytime. And you don't have to you don't have to really get creative with that. That's just not necessary. No, no. That that, that, that I mean you're definitely standing out though. I yeah, will say I that. So. Definitely standing out. So Oh, he's Amish too. Now I feel bad. What? Well maybe maybe that's how they spell it in Amish. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Check this out. Going on a I'm gonna go on a bender rum spring. I'm gonna open country gardens. Oh, here we go. Here's a here's a website called Local uh, Michigan Local Difference. Taste the difference. Uh, it's poo. Yeah. That's the difference. Country well that gardens. would explain why they don't why they're out in the outhouse with the Amish spreading the poo around. Uh, Andy Stutzman raises pasture broad breasted chickens. <laughs> sure he does. <laughs> you can't be country Using gardens tradition. and tend to have broad breasted chickens. <laughs> By the way, text broad-breasted to five for a new Nugenics. And she'll like her broad breast too. <laughs> she'll like it, too, because you won't stop touching them from your Nugenics. Yay. Oh, yeah. Special discount code. So, yeah, you know what? Some, sometimes I you know I appreciate organic stuff, but uh, it's just you know, a little too probably probably not. I don't think so. No, no, not at all. So that wraps up this episode. Remember to use the uh, secret code of nice penis uh, and text that <laughs> for some free sample Nugenics. Johnny, always so much fun. Enjoy it, and uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe. Auga, auga, yeah. With another edition of Mike and Molson, too good for radio.